This is the My St Albans podcast, where we talk to local people about their St Albans and their favourite songs. For licensing reasons, we're unable to include the songs chosen. My St Albans is sponsored by Ye Old Fighting Cox, the oldest pub in the UK. For more information about this award-winning pub, visit yeoldfightingcocks.co.uk or find them on Facebook at Ye Old Fighting Cox. And good evening and welcome to My St Albans show number 38. Um, wow, we are joined by the artist, the talent that is Mr Morgan Howe. Good evening, Morgan. Hello there. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm really well. Thank you for that. Cool, what an introduction. Oh no! Look, we we had a we had a quick chat pre-show. Look, you I've admired you from afar. I've I follow you and stuff. Um, you are a creative genius in my eyes. Um, for our listeners at home, people that don't know who what Morgan does, he he just creates these amazing pieces of artwork. Um, Morgan, do you actually? Why don't you introduce what you do? Okay. Well, um, I, I guess. Uh, well, I, I hand paint giant facsimiles of old seven inch records that's what i do um and i think they're very special almost mystical objects going all the way back to the i think 1948 was the first seven inch record they were obviously 78s before that that were 10 inch um and they're they're amazing things and there seems to be an endless supply of them um but I um, I decided a few years ago that that's what I, I, um, I fancied doing, and I've been doing it for about eleven years now, and I've painted about one hundred and forty of them. And by painted, um, they're um, look, the sleeves are, um, are painted, but they're painted onto canvas. In inside the, the sleeve, there is a, a, a giant replica record with all the grooves cut into it. It's made by a model maker and then a hand-painted label, and then the whole thing is modelled, so it kind of has the wrinkled and crinkled shape of an old record as well. So, yeah, that's that's what I do. Listeners, he's underplayed that. These these are brilliant pieces of art. I was lucky enough, like he... Morgan, you had a couple of spaces at Christopher Place, I think, in the last year. And this, that's right, yeah. Yeah, and um, if you had a chance to have a look, these are just beautiful pieces of art. Um, they're, they are. They're really special, Morgan. So thank you, you know. Thanks, um, thanks very much. I mean, you know, it's one of those kind of like lucky things. I had, I, I, like yourself, I came from an advertising uh, background and had the kind of skill set, uh, hand lettering and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so it's just a, a question of um, uh, applying um, that to a, to a, a good idea. Um, and uh, that's that's what I've been doing, and it's been a it's been a lovely thing to do, um, a lovely adventure really over the past decade. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, and thank you so much for giving up your evening tonight and joining us on the show. Um, it's it's a really simple gig. Okay. We have six questions. We have six songs. Um, let's get started. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. So um, you currently live and work in St Albans, but when yeah. did when did your well, I was born in St Albans, so that's um, I'm one of the I've one, I'm one of the one percent of people yeah. that's wow. lucky enough to be born here, and uh, yeah, um, so I was born in in Nelson's Avenue, which is um, it's the Mile House Council Estate. So my my mum and dad were had uh, moved from a sort of a rented flat to their first 
house. And this was back in the in the time when kids used to get born at home. And my dad was off working in London. In fact, my dad was a display designer and off, um, you know, doing things like dressing the windows on the Queen Mary and stuff. So he got a message to his uh, his office of my um, arrival, got on the steam train and with his last few pennies, bought a bunch of flowers at St Pancras. And because and, they all thought I was going to be a girl, you see, I have Melanie and Melissa as older sisters. So I was going to oh, be a okay. Megan, I think. And then I was a big surprise being a boy. So I was a, I'm a Morgan in, instead. Um, but yeah, so I've 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 lived in I was born in St Albans. Um, obviously sort of grew up here as soon as we um, I, I met Jackie on St Albans Market my, my beloved when we were 16 we've, we've been together now for ooh, quite a few years um, and um, we briefly for 10 years you know our first house was out in, in Woodside um, a few few miles towards um, Luton we, we didn't realise quite how close it was, it was to Luton until we, we moved there but we just used to say it was just past Harpenden um, <laughs> and then moved back to St Albans in 1998, and uh, we've lived here ever since. Yeah. Oh wow, wow! And the city has obviously changed massively. It it has. Um, yeah. Um, I, I I guess. I mean, I've always lived under the sort of shadow, really, of of, of the Abbey my, my, my whole life, which is a which is a lovely thing. I've either sort of worked nearby or. You know, I went to Verulam School, so we used to we used to go to the um, the Abbey, you know, every year to sort of fight with the kids from the Abbey School, um, and it has it has it has changed. Um, the 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 heart of St Albans has, for, for me has always been the market, and uh, you know, my father is an artist as well and had a stall on St Albans Market for. Um, for you know 25 years or, or, or something so um, I think every Saturday and Wednesday I think market towns in general have got uh, you know a, a wonderful soul to them um, because it's a it's a direct line going back centuries uh, you know a thousand years in, there in our case um, where people have already always gathered in the you know in, in one place on certain certain days and I have, you know, very fond memories of, you know, seeing the cattle market in St Albans. And I'm not, I'm not talking about a dating thing. I'm talking <laughs> about the actual cattle market. Um, so, yeah, it's, 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 it's changed. Um, and I, I, but I don't think it's lost its soul. No, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, the main premise of St Albans is still running through it. It's, um, yeah. yeah. Um, no, that's good. Um and yeah, I mean, you. I have to say, for our listeners, we've got six great songs to uh, to listen to tonight. Uh, what's your first one? Well, um, my my first song, um, I think it was. I'm, sorry, I'm walking over here because I've got a painting of it. I think it was 1979. So 1979 was, uh, you know, I was 14 in 1979, and and uh, the 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 whole kind of um, sort of second generation mod thing was was spiraling through the land we um, we'll, we'll come to that a little, a little bit later but um, there was a lot of very mixed music in in 79 and uh, I keep coming back to this great great song which is um, silly games by Janet Kay famous for its ridiculous um, high note 
um, but it was part of the, the sort of lovers rock um, genre. And um, Steve McQueen has just um, used this song in um, one of his um, six um, fantastic um, small acts um, films, um, all about um, you know. Uh, black communities growing growing up in in England, deal, dealing with um, what they had to deal with, and there's just a fantastic, almost dreamlike sequence where the cast all sing silly games a cappella, and in the crowd is Dennis Bothell, who who wrote it, who's still around. He's a he's a bit of a dude, um, but um, yeah, it, and and you listen to it now, and it's yeah, enjoy it. It's a fantastic song. And that was Janet Kay and Silly Games. Um... So, Morgan, you've lived in St Albans all your life. You must have some great memories of the city. What, what's, the, what's the top one? Um, yeah, well, this is this is quite tough because, as, as, as you said, I've been here a long time and I've got had a lovely um, childhood in, in St Albans and, and lots of happy memories here. But um, I guess one of the, 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 the big things about living... Um, in St Albans is you're you're never very far from the Abbey that you're you know under the shadow of the Abbey the whole time when it snows it's great fantastic memories of taking the the, the kids up to the hill where Waitrose is and skidding down the hill and all the rest of it but um I remember going um this was probably about 25 30 years ago I went on a proper tour of the Abbey for the for the first time and um it wasn't one of these kind of, um, I don't think there was any health and safety involved here, but because basically we went up these tiny little spiral staircases right up into the bell tower and um, up onto the roof and, and looked, uh, looked across and talking from there. But the tour guide had this fantastic story about um, when they, um, I think there was something wrong with the bells or something and they were having to do some work on them. But they, at the same time, they decided they'd have the floorboards up in the bell tower. And there were hundreds of years of rubbish under under their mouse droppings and dust and all the rest of it. So they got these giant industrial hoovers up and sucked all this muck out and got it all nice and clean, put it all back together again. And the next time they rang the bells, the, the tower swayed. <laughs> from side to side not by much but by enough to knock some of the sort of plaster out and stuff so they oh my god it was ballast basically and they had to put it they had to put it back (laughs) so that's a great memory but also um i mean i i remember um going as 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 a schoolboy every year going there for for the abbey services and then quite recently, going to one of the fantastic candle lit evenings there. I don't know if you ever experienced one of those, where there's um, there was a tiny little bit of street light getting through one of the very top windows. But other than that, you were experiencing the Abbey, how it would have been, you know, 500 years ago. Yeah. Um, a mate of mine has this theory that it was originally um, clad in sort of white render. So that, you know, as you were a pilgrim walking towards St Albans, you would see this incredible white object, which must have looked like a spaceship in the medieval times. But inside, um, wandering around under candlelight, and they had these lovely sort of vignettes of actors sort of um, acting out certain times in the Abbey. And then you went and there was a, you know, the choir sang. And 
and it was a it was a amazing experience if anyone ever gets the chance to do it i thoroughly recommend it so uh, that's what i'm going to say yeah there is st Albans memory for you i i think that's but i i that that abbey has got so many memories for so many people i mm. very quickly i've done the tour up the top and yeah. um there's still no health and safety. Um, no, you just look you down. Go, you go up. And, railing by your ankle, yeah. 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 And if anyone, look, listeners, if you get a chance to go up the top, do it. The views are incredible. It's amazing. Absolutely, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, what's your second song? What have you got for us? Um, well, the second song um, is, the, is the latest song that I've painted. And um, I'm, I'm just about to have um, an exhibition um coming up in, in Soho and the exhibition is all about um, records that were either made in Soho or the people lived in Soho or Soho, um, you know, strongly features in the, um, in the, in the lyrics. And um, I've been looking for an excuse to paint this for a long time. It's by the who I've done a couple of um, British records by the who um, previously. So I've done, the, you know, my generation on the, on the Brunswick album but I was lucky enough to um, exhibit over in the States a few years ago and track down um, this this record on the American Decca uh, imprint. And uh, over in the UK, it was on track records and was a bit of a dull looking thing. But the, the American um, sleeve and label is an absolute thing of beauty. And the song itself is uh, is, is is wonderful, and it's one. Get and that is the Who won't get fooled again. Um, yeah, good luck with your exhibition, by the way. I I, it's, I think London, Soho over the next sort of four or five weeks. So yeah, yeah, good that's luck with right. that. We're just trying to um, uh, pin down um, a location. The show's already um, to, to to go in, and I've got you know the hangar book to, to come in and put all the work on the wall and everything's ready to go. But um, we, um, we were sort of bumped from one of the uh, uh, places we were hoping to go. So we're, um, we're oh. trying to, trying to find a, an alternative at the moment, but you know, I'm sure that'll be sorted out by, by the end of the week. So uh, well, good, yeah, very much watch this space. Good luck with venue hunting. And, and yeah, if anyone gets a chance to go and have a look, please do the, the, the work is, the work is incredible. So yeah, good luck well, with that. In, in Soho, you've you've also um, um, you've got Third Man Records, which is opened up in Marshall Street. You know the White Stripes, Jack White's um, place, and um, in in Hedden Street, which is um, just across the, um, Regent Street, um, is the Bowie Seventy Five exhibition. That's um, that's where Ziggy Stardust cover was shot for for those that don't know so there's there's plenty there's plenty to see in in soho which is why why we're doing it <laughs> brilliant no no good good um who is your st Albans hero um well that's got to be my dad really um i mean you know i'm very close to my mum and dad and i'm very lucky to to still um have them both um but but growing up um in a a, a fairly sort of chaotic um busy arty family um was um you know a real an education for me i mean my 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 dad worked in in, in display design and my mum was also very handy as well so you now often they'd get a contract to do every jeweler's shop window display for uh, citizen watches or something like that and the whole house would be you know an industry of you know gluing things together and silk screening things and 
you know, hundreds of boxes would, you know, a few months later be picked up and sent away. And then my dad would drive up in a, I remember him driving up in a brand new Citroen GS in 1972. (laughs) Um, But also to um, sort of um, supplement the, the, the income every Saturday, he had a stall on St Albans Market, as I alluded to earlier on. And, um, you know, he'd, um, I mean, I, I was sort of employed as, a, I say employed, uh, as, a, as a young kid on a Friday night, I'd help frame all of the prints and then set everything up on the market stall um, in the morning, um, disappear off and get the coffee and toast. Um, but it it was really my my dad would handwrite all of the, the the tickets, the price tickets, and all the rest wow. of it. And he had this kind of patter with his with his customers. But he would sit there every every Saturday and paint a, paint a picture. Um, wow. So there was no barrier between him, his art, and his his customers. And um, it was a it was a lovely thing, and it, it taught me an awful lot, really. Um, and uh, it taught me. Um, uh, about art, art direction, uh, display design, and a work ethic. Yeah. Um, so, and it was also the social side of it as well. I mean, it's where I met Jackie on the market. It was a gathering for all my mates, yeah. um, and um, it was a it was a special time of my life. And it's funny because when I'm working now, the first thing I do in the morning is I have a coffee and just some buttered toast. And that's how we used to start the working day on the market. Wow. So it's um, these threads kind of run through your life, and it's 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 only later in life when you realise where they started. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So there, there you go. Um, oh, what, wow, what a brilliant story. What a great story. <laughs> yeah, he's, still, he's still working and, and uh, you know, and painting and taking commissions now. Um, you know, I was trying to get him to, um, to, to have an exhibition, and, um, you know, he's um, like all artists, you know, we go through uh, periods of, you know, losing self-belief and all the rest of it. And, um, you know, I used to sit for hours and watch him, you know, paint his sort of wildlife, um, you know, birds and mammals and landscapes and all that kind of stuff. But again, you know, um, he used to paint oils. And then one day... So it's got three small kids, right? Yeah. One day, I think it was around bonfire night, he took all of his oil paintings out in the garden and set fire to them. All of his work. Wow. And my mum was like, what the hell are you doing? And he was like, no, 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 it's not. I, I need to move on. And he'd been doing these line drawings with like rotary pens and stuff. Um, and then he decided to teach himself watercolour. So he combined the two things, the line drawings and the watercolour, and it, it yeah. became a style for him. But f- to, to force himself to do the new thing and not the old thing, he burnt all of his old oils. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That, well, that would have been some fire. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, oh, God. Um so yeah, wow, what, what, what a great story! Thank you for that. Um, moving, moving on. Uh, song number three. What have you got for us? Okay, so um, I alluded earlier on to um, nineteen seventy nine, and and um, the I suppose Quadrophenia uh, came out. The album came out in seventy three, but the the sort of iconic sort of film came out in in um, nineteen seventy nine, and we all went to go and see it. And also that year, two tone. Um, swept across the the land 
and anyone who, who was of age, you know, decided whether they wanted to be a mod or a rocker, really. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I became the, the, the former. Um, and a, a couple of years later, in 1981, um, in fact, their last performance together as, as a band, um, the specials were on Top of the Pops performing a song called Ghost Town. And um, I've been lucky enough to, to you know, meet and work with the um, specials, specifically um, Horace, the, the bass player. Um, I've exhibited with him. We went to Los Angeles together and we also had shows in Dublin and Manchester and, and all over the place. Um, so I've got to I've got to know the guys um, pretty well. My 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 youngest son Aidan, we we went to um, I, I painted uh, gangsters and um, I went to go and had the whole band sign it so that we could auction it for for charity. And it's when Brad was still around the um, the, the drama, so there was Brad and, and Linville and, and Terry and Horace from the um, original band. Anyway, we went along to um, this rehearsal, and I took my my son along with me. And I think he was only about fourteen or fifteen at the time. He's a great guitar player now, but then he just played the bass. Right in the corner was Horace's famous Fender Jazzmaster bass, his iconic bass guitar. And while I'm talking. Um, to Horace and, and, and Terry, um, trying to get them to you know sign these pieces for me and all, and all the rest of it. And talking to that, my son went over and picked up Horace's bass guitar and started playing some Arctic Monkeys, <laughs> and the rest of the wow. band joined in. So, <laughs> wow, yeah, it was really really funny <laughs> um, and a, a great moment. So yeah, Aiden. Um, has played with it with a special so, so fantastic so this song um, is still if not more relevant now than, than it ever, ever was um, during the minor strike so it's Ghost Town by the Specials and that was Ghost Town by the Specials um, yeah like that tune um, so yeah, well I mean just if anyone's up in um, up in Camden the original of that's hanging up at Dr Martin's in the um, in Camden Market there Oh, is it? So, uh, yeah, if you if you're passing, go and have go and have a look. I must go check back out. at some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your hidden gem in St Albans? What have you got? The hidden gem, right? Okay, so um, this is something I I sort of stumbled upon really during um, first lockdown when we had that glorious spell of weather, and um, we were as a nation, I I think that. Uh, well, the whole world stopped, and so we had time to sort of think. Suddenly, none of us really knew what was happening in the world, but what did happen was we had this glorious weather, and we were either lucky enough to be with our, our, our loved ones, or we were separated um, from them in, in, in many cases. But either way, um, in, uh, in, our, in, in our case, it gave us a chance to, to go off walking, and I was lucky enough to do that with... Um, you know, with, with Jackie and our two boys, Isaac and Aidan, who are 25 and 22. And let's face it, you're not going to get a chance to do that sort of thing now. Uh, it was very special circumstances. But there was one day when I was actually on my own and I, I wandered. Um, I, I lived down near the Waffle House in, um, in St Michael's Village. And I wandered um, through the park and out the other side through the, um, through the golf course and came out at the King Harry and then walked across to St Stephen's Church. 
and I happened upon this absolutely enormous cedar tree. I've never seen it before. Um, and it's it's really worth stopping and, and going and have a look. It's about 400 years old and it measures 25 feet or so in circumference. Um, and legend has it, it's where um, King Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn kept tryst before their marriage. Now, keeping tryst, I'm not quite sure what that means, but I've, I reckon if we use our imagination. Yeah, I've, I've got a good guess. You've got a good guess, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But wow. other, other than that, it's, um, it is really amazing. I mean, if it was anywhere else, I, I think it would probably have, uh, you know, a rope round it and, uh, you know, a queue of visitors. But as I said, I've, I've lived here, you, you know, I'm 56 now. So I've lived here a long, long time. So to stumble upon something that is, was absolutely jaw-dropping. You know, I, I spent a while there and I, you, you've got to walk back a long way and look up a long way to see the top of it. But yeah. the thing is that because it's in the in the middle of a number of other trees, you know, you just you come, come across it by accident. So if you're interested... Go and if you if you walk through the um, you know St Stephen's Church graveyard out the back there's a little car park and there's um, eventually you get to a, um, a a clearing there and there's a, a nice sort of park there but it's uh, it's in between the churchyard and the, and the clearing so have a look have a look there that, it's, I it's have to, a very well hidden gem I have to say that is probably the ultimate hidden gem I yeah. I'm gonna I I knew nothing about it I used to live up that way. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go and check that out. So uh, yeah, thank you for that. Okay. Um, so your next song, what have you got? Um, well, there is a there's a little bit of a theme running through here because uh, I'm I'm thinking about um, the show that I'm doing, and there's ba- there's various in my research. Uh, the, the show is called Super Size Soho, and um, the research that we're doing is all around uh, records that were either recorded in Soho. Um, or somebody in the band, you know, has an affinity, or they performed um, the song in, in Soho, or there's a strong link in the in the lyrics to Soho. Uh, it's it's a it's a fascinating subject when you when you dig into it. Um, but one of the things that Soho is uh, synonymous with, of course, is its um, shall we say its uh, evening scene and uh, the antics that go there, which has drawn uh, people there. Canaletto lived in Soho. Dickens lived in Soho. Liszt lived in Soho. Um, All of these incredible um, people from from history live there. I guess it's always been um, an interesting place. but um, if I was to say I met her in a club down in old Soho where we drank champagne that tastes just like cherry cola, um, I think that's enough to introduce the next song, which is Lola by the Kinks. And that was Lola by the Kinks. Um, and thank you for that introduction there. Brilliant. Um, I love your knowledge of music. I absolutely love it. Well, I was very, very lucky enough to, to do some work with the Kinks um, in, in in 2018 when they were celebrating 50 years of village green preservation society so um yeah i was asked by um, bmg who's the a music label to um to to produce a, um, a piece um that was associated with with the album um and um rather than i mean 
it's a it's a fantastic album. It, it really was the precursor to, to Britpop. If you if you listen to the album now, you know you can hear, you know you can hear, um, um, all sorts of. I mean, you can hear you can hear pulp, you can hear Blur, you can hear Oasis have, have taken. Um, you know, the, not, not just the themes, but the um, a lot of the. Uh, the, the the sounds that are in it, um, the you know the monologues and what have you are all kind of taken with this kind of like love of of, of, of England. So it's an interesting subject, but I I, I learned that um, there was a song called Wonder Boy that was um, recorded in the same sessions. It never made the album, but it it was on the um, on the 2018 reissue, and Wonder Boy was the song that I decided to paint. And I had it, it was signed by um, the Kinks, so um, I, I got to meet them and there was an exhibition. And that was the first time they'd actually all got together for a long time. And I was lucky enough to exhibit at the Q Awards as well, where um, the, the, the two brothers quite awkwardly met on, um, on stage. Uh, but they were introduced by Paul Weller. And one of the reasons I wanted to paint Wonder Boy was um, it was Paul Weller's first ever single. Oh. So it's, it was this whole idea of a baton being handed over from one great British songwriter to another and that's I, 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 I love that narrative um, so yeah that's 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 why I, the, the, the kinks are so special I think yeah yeah no, brilliant um, so explain your perfect St Albans day okay well um, I as, as you said I I um, I work from home, so my my place is down in um, the bottom of Fishbowl Street, very near the Waffle House, and I have a, a studio in the loft where I'm speaking to you from now. And um, just out the window, I can I can see the River Ver, and just the other side is is the Waffle House. And um, I think a perfect day would probably be uh, breakfast with the family at the Waffle House. Um, Come back to my studio, um, and I, I love, you know, I, I'm very, very lucky guy. I love what I do. I tend to, you know, either listen to the vinyl that I'm painting, um, or the, or the radio, and I sit at my my desk and I and I paint. Um, so I'll do that all day. Uh, my beloved Jackie is the uh, the manager at Waterstones um, in St Albans, so, um. Some time ago, I wrote my top 10 favourite things down. So in my top 10, he's actually walking up and down Fishball Street. So uh, after breakfast at the Waffle House, a day's work in my studio, I walk up Fishball Street and meet Jackie and some mates at my favourite bar, which is Dylan's in, in George Street. And uh, yeah, while away the evening there, um, I can't think of much better, really. It's a perfect day, I yeah. think. Um, it for me, I then the stagger back down the hill, you see. So, I yeah, was, I mean, Fishbowl Street is just a, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful street, and Dylan's gets mentioned all the time on this show but, <laughs> for obvious reasons. It's one of my favorite bars. Um, it, I just love it, I, I love it. So, yeah, thank yeah, you. Well, Sean's done a, um, a, a great job there. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a pub of old, so I remember, again, I remember it as a kid, it was the old King's Arms. Um, and there were various attempts at you know turning it into um, restaurants and what have you. 
but I think the the key thing that they've done is they've turned that front room back into a bar again. And when the, when a place has been a bar for hundreds of years, like the old King's Arms was, um, it's it's in the bones of the place. Mm. So yeah. um, it just feels natural. Um, and I know there were a ridiculous amount of um, boozers up and up and down Fishbrook Street. I can't remember what the count was, but I think it ran into the hundreds at some point. Virtually every dwelling was a was a was a boozer. Um, so it's nice that that one's survived. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I think it's it's where it is as well. So um, you know, I can I can as I said, I can meet Jackie from town. I've got a lot of mates. Um, that have got places, uh, Emma's house in in, in George Street, um, Early's uh, across the road. Lots of friends have got places there, so it's uh, it's a natural place to meet up. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Um, and a bit of Amy Winehouse next. What have you got? Uh, yeah, well, again, Amy Winehouse um, is just what has one of the great voices. Um, I remember, I mean, you know, this, this is another name drop. I've done enough of them, surely, but this is, this is another one. I, um, I had Andrew Lloyd Webber um, buy one of my pieces and I never, I never met him at the, um, at, at the time. I mean, you know, it just kind of happened without me, but I was, um, I was invited to um, uh, an opening for a famous photographer whose name escaped my mind at, at, at the moment, um, and uh, he was there, and I, I I went up to him. There was lots of free champagne, so I had my, my brave trousers on. I said, "Oh, you know, it's lovely, lovely to meet you." And I said, "Actually, you've got one of one of my pieces." He said, "Really? What's that?" And I said, um, "You you bought my original of um, Satisfaction." And he said, "Oh yes, yes. Oh, it's hanging on the on the loft in my apartment in Manhattan." <laughs> <laughs> like like it would be yeah um and you know he's um he's a he's a really interesting guy he comes into the soho story um as well obviously he he owns the london palladium and his mm. his father was in, in and around so Soho all the time and we're hoping to um to interview him about his his dad but one of the things he said to me is have we done an amy winehouse and i said no and he's too much she's you know she's tragic she's the modern marilyn monroe and um you know, she was a, shone so brightly. You know that she, you know, it was never gonna, it was never gonna last. But you know, the legacy of, the, of these absolutely, you know, fantastic um, songs. And um, I just sort of sit back and sit back and enjoy the next few minutes. And that was Amy Winehouse. Tears dry on their own. Um, wow. Uh, welcome back to My St Albans on Radio Verulam. We're here with the very talented Morgan Howe. Um, so, Morgan, we will give you the mayorship. <laughs> you get it for a day. What What are you going to do? Um, okay. Listen, I, I think it's it's a it's a it's a great city. Um, I suppose the only thing, and and this 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 is something that happened the other day. Um, talking about my dad being on the market, and next door to my dad, we used to be outside Ratner's Jewelers. Um, on one side was Jeff Jeffrey Curtains, who, who ran the curtain store, 
and uh, he was he was there for you know many many years, but hasn't been for for a little while. And uh, for the first time in a while, came back through St Albans, and of course we've still got the we've still got the market. Um, but the one thing that I really really miss is the old market stalls, and I'm sure there's all sorts of reasons. COVID being the um, the the major one, but the the continuous run of stalls gave it a a kind of a brand and a and, and an identity. You know that you had those wonderful shots that people used to take from up the clock tower and all the rest of it, and you'd you'd see the um, you know the blue and yellow tarpaulins on 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 the top. I miss that. You know, I think it it brought the it, it was all a little bit more cohesive. Mm. It just looks a little bit messy now. Um, and the other I mean, thing again is is a is a real. This is this is really for all the traders that you know all all of those those people that are having a tough enough time as it is, and this is something that a lot of other market towns do. Um, it's like they just give you twenty minutes free parking in town. 20 minutes um and you know you used to be able to sort of park your car at a little bit of an angle so it didn't take up too much room and it just means that you can stop and go and get your bread or you can stop and you can run in i remember there used to be an off license there you used to stop and just run across and you know get get a bottle of wine um for the evening so that's what i do <laughs> yeah you know, it's, no, not, look, it's not a massive thing but no uh, i i think yeah look um I think there's a massive conversation about the market going on at the moment. I think yeah. for me, I I probably come at it very similar angle to you that regardless of what the, the ins and outs are, aesthetically, mm. it doesn't quite look as good. It it might it might be better run, it might be better value, it might be whatever. Whatever the reasons, there are probably loads going on. But for me, it just aesthetically, it just yeah. doesn't quite look um and it's, and it's it's really it's really important we're, we're getting you know more and more tourists coming to st albans we've got these new hotels that are um, that are in town now um you know all of those things are going to start to pick up and you know the aesthetic of of, of a, a a thousand year old market is important yeah you're you know, right i don't know what what other market towns are, are doing, but it always meant that St Albans was always um, a step above the other market towns because of because of yeah. that. I mean, um, plus the fact that I used to enjoy tipping the water out onto uh, uh, onto passers by when I worked on on the market. Yeah, <laughs> and you can't, I think you can't um, more, can you with a gazebo? No, no, that yeah, there's no uh, yeah, there's no uh, it's for the charter market. I mean. Uh, you know, of course, there's now now we have markets um, on other days, which is a really good thing. I love what Denise has, has, has been doing with these, uh, you know, the antiques market and the, you know, the farmer's market, the French market and the rest of it. I know she doesn't do all of them, but, um, um, you know, in, in, in general, there's 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 more good than than bad. But, um, you know, you just gave me the mayorship. So that's what I'd vote yeah. for. No, it's cool. And um, yeah, no, I look, I could talk very, I think for me, I, you know, I, one of my favourite things is walking through a market town when they're opening up or they're shutting down. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. And um, my wife thinks I'm a fool, but 
for me, just just at the end of the day or the start of the day, there's so much energy. There's so much sort of beauty in the setup or the takedown. And, you know, everyone just thinks it's over, but it's not that for me. It's just beautiful. And it's I think such, um, it's such a long tradition. Yeah. Um, and I still see, um, you know, traders there that was that were there when my dad was on the market. And it's that sort of continuity, which I, th- I think is really important. Um, and when you start to uh, to lose that, then you start to lose other things. Yeah. Um, you've still got the market traders there. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm sure I'm sure I'll get used to it. But um, mm. there you go. And yeah, um, 20 minutes free parking. That's a great idea. I love that. Right. Finally, yes. finally, what is your what's your final song? Uh, well, I've got to have a David Bowie song in here. Um, when when David Bowie um, passed away in 2016, everybody in the house wept <laughs> like it was a member of the family. Um, it's 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 crazy, um, really. Um, I've I think I've painted eight or nine, nine Bowie songs now. In in 2014, actually, the um, I was contacted by um, Bowie's management, and the um, Bowie Archive released one of David Bowie's actual singles for me to paint. Which uh, it was, uh, I think it was in 2014. So it's 50 years since Liza Jane, his first um, single on Vocalion, came out, and I got scans of David Bowie's actual single. Um, so that 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 was exciting. Um, I never got to meet him. We got very, very close to him signing one of the uh, pieces. Um, and I know I got a, I got a, a verbal message for someone saying that he, he really liked, liked the work. And I know he had he had some of my little artist cards. Um, but, yeah, very, very special um, guy. And obviously um, that's going to endure, you know, the Bowie 75 has just opened up in um, Hedden Street, if you're up in London. But the one I've chosen is uh, an American pressing um, of a song with one of the greatest rock and roll riffs ever. Um, And it's Rebel Rebel. And that was Rebel Rebel by David Bowie. Um, And that is the end of our interview. Morgan, thank you so much um, for coming on tonight. Um, Listeners, Christmas is around the corner. Morgan's got a book out. If you're looking for literally a piece of genius go out and get that book um if you want to know anything more about what just honestly google his name i i do it a lot um he he is he's a he's a creative genius i am very very honored you've come on tonight um ladies and this is morgan howe you've been listening to the my st albans podcast introduced by matt big if you'd like to support radio verulam's podcasts you can go to radioverulam.com slash donate and you can see all the my st albans podcasts at radioverulam.com slash my st albans my st albans is sponsored by ye old fighting cocks the oldest pub in the uk for more information about this award-winning pub visit ye or find them on facebook at ye old fighting cocks